brought £25 million to the economy in that year. Hi. Excuse me. Hello. Sorry to interrupt your listening. I make a podcast called Where Are You Going? Yeah. And in your bright jacket and your workout gear, I thought I'm just going to ask her where yeah, she's going. Yeah, of course. Um, I've just been to the fabric shop and I'm going home to start sewing. I have some food and yeah. What are you sewing? Um, so I'm a designer, so I have an underwear swimwear brand. That's cool. Can I see what you've got in the bag? Yeah, of course. It's just nothing interesting. It's just threads, elastic and a vape. <laughs> <laughs> got off that bite. Yeah. So tell me about designing. What is it about that that you love? Um, so I am trans um, and in lockdown I started a brand for trans women like me. Um, for underwear, swimwear, for gender affirming pieces and stuff like that. So what is it that's different about designing in a gender affirming way than perhaps for a non-queer way, let's say? Um, is so, that the right word? Queer? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, very respectful. Um, stuff needs to be a little bit wider, a little bit more accommodating. Some people have a little bit more to deal with, let's say that, and it's called tucking. Um, and it's just really just helping people pass and live authentically and stuff like that. So can I ask, without um, getting anything wrong, and I'll do my best, you're going to make swimming cozies for people that might then want to tuck while they're going for a swim? Yeah, brilliant so not just swimming costumes underwear stuff like that as well yeah. that's so brilliant are you the only person that does this this feels it's, like such a gap in the market i know there is quite a few people and the market's expanding more and more which is great because obviously we, we all need options and in your own personal journey if it's all right to ask yeah. about it please did you sort of think oh i want to go on holiday and do these things and whatever yeah. i need to get on board so it was lockdown i was on furlough and that kind of gave me the time to sit back and think and realise and you know I've got all these great outfits but I don't feel confident wearing them I want to go to the gym I don't necessarily feel confident being there and stuff like that so it was how can I improve my confidence and how can I make myself feel better while also creating stuff that's cute and that's nice and that I would want to buy if I was a customer and then I kind of realised and I was like it's not just about me it's about so many other people not just about my underwear drawer being cute it's everyone else deserves that too it's very generous so <laughs> i try <laughs> and i did think when you came down the steps in front of that monument i mean your jacket is bright orange you've got purpley pinky leggings on i thought there's a woman with confidence so oh, you're obviously not you. short no i mean you've got to kind of fake it till you make it haven't you but then i think over time it does it does improve so you weren't always confident no I grew up, I wasn't completely sure of myself. I battled gender identity issues and stuff like that. And no, when I was younger, I wasn't confident. And I literally did think that mentality of fake it until you make it. And then it kind of like, I don't know, you, you, start, to, you start to believe in yourself more as time goes on and you empower yourself in different ways. So yeah, definitely worked on it over the years. So gender and all the discussions around gender obviously massively in the news. I'm not asking you to represent or comment particularly. But do you feel like with that going on in the background that you're faking it till you make it? Yes, but things are changing for the better around you? Things are definitely changing. I mean, at the moment, it kind of feels like there is a bit of a war on trans people. Um, especially when... Just move away? That's a very loud yeah, of tour course. Guide. Especially <laughs> when you see stuff in like America, like, I don't know whether you follow stuff like that. Florida or China, so if um, a child has supportive parents who are helping them transition, Florida are trying to pass a bill to class that as child abuse and they want to take the kids away from the parents. Iowa yesterday announced that trans children have six months to detransition because it's going to become illegal. And so they're passing all these bills in the US. Obviously, there is, you know, talk in the UK and stuff like that. And some people, you like, 
me as a trans person, I feel accepted by so many people, but at the same time, I, I do feel, you know, a little bit of hatred, and I do get looks, and I do get stuff like that, and I'm just trying to exist the same as everyone else, and trying to live my best life the same as everyone else, so... And those laws, not to make parity between two people's different experiences, but as a woman, when they started to sort of clamp down on reproduction laws, I remember feeling a bit like I would well up. Yeah. I'd feel angry, but really I would want to cry. Yeah. And so I suppose in your distinct experience, what do those laws in Iowa and Florida make you feel? Honest to God, it breaks my heart. It really does break my heart because I think we should all be able to do whatever we want. We should all be able to do whatever makes us happy. And especially if a child has the full support of their family and their parents and stuff like that, they shouldn't be forced to do something that feels unnatural to them. No one should be policed. No woman should be policed on her reproductive issues or anything like that. And when you think about it, it's like these, these men, these egotistical men who are making all the decisions and pushing stuff on us and it's like we should be able to speak for ourselves and be in charge of our own bodies. So do you feel in a, not in a little way because it's not little, but do you feel in a way that your designing job and your empowerment that you're offering people is like a tiny fight back? It is, it's kind of an act of resistance. I mean I've been a huge fan of Vivian Russell my whole life and she was all, she was amazing, she was all about you know resistance propaganda and stuff like that and the punk movement and I do kind of feel like it is an act of resistance to say, no, we're here, you should feel good, don't feel ashamed to be who you are or feel that way, go with what makes you happy and empower yourself, whether it's through your own thoughts or through a garment or through something that you purchase or through words that you read or you listen to, just go for it. I really have loved talking to you, thank oh, you thank so you much. thank you so much. It's such a delight. And what's the thing you're actually working on today? So today I am, um, what am I doing? I've got a couple of orders still and then I work on, want to work on some new designs. Let me know <laughs> if you've you. got any ideas. Thanks so much, thank lovely you. to meet you, bye. <laughs> Behind me this statue here, this column, the man on top is called Arthur Wesley, this episode of Where Are You Going was recorded by me, Catherine Carr, on a lightning trip to Liverpool. I loved the city. Edwin Pearson wrote the music for Where Are You Going, and the team at Loftus Media is in charge of production. Hold up.